You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Punk wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> is that supposed to be funny? It's, what no, the funny part is, is, is normally normally we always have Allison opening the show because I, she's got a better voice than I do. Um, but she hasn't been here. Um, which is kind of sucked because we're all kind of missing her being here. Yeah, and I'm sure our listeners you. are too. But anyway, so I've got I'm stuck opening the show, and I don't ever open it up the same way. I don't <laughs> think it's like every single time I do something different. Um, but hey, you know punk. who cares? Punk ass wisdom, or just punk wisdom, whichever. So anyway, um, what's been going on? What's been going on is I finally sent my manuscript. To my editor, I am no longer touching that piece of shit until I get it back from him. Yay. I gave him a deadline. Uh, my artist and I have been going back and forth the cover art. Um, I'd show it to everybody right now, but no one else podcast, can see, but no one else can see it except for the two people in the room with me. Um, just just a very very beginnings of what he's planning on doing. So we've been going back and forth, and my editor's like, "Yeah, we should be able to get it done next week and a half." So as soon as I get it back from him, because I told him, like, I had to give you a deadline because when I get it back from you, I still have to go through it again. Right. Because um, I want to read through it with his edits. I want to find out, see how it looks and how it flows and all that jazz before I actually publish the stupid thing. So anyway, that's all happening. And so I'm Yay. I'm still still itching for an October release, um, especially to be able to put a witch story out right before Halloween would be kind of cool. That would be perfect. <laughs> we'll see, though. It's definitely happening before Christmas, so everybody has a Christmas gift for people. You know? <laughs> Just buy my book and give perfect it away. timing. Yeah. So that's happening. That's kind of exciting. Were you starting to edit it yourself some, or something, and you were like, ah, forget this. Oh, Here yeah. you go, editor oh, person. Yeah. Do your job. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I figure – if I can do as much of the editing myself before I hand it off to a professional, I have to. I don't have to pay the professional as much. True. Smart thinking. Um, so I try to get as much done as I possibly can, um, which is just, it's tedious. It's absolutely freaking tedious because oh, a lot of times what I did, did you? Yeah. <laughs> you did it once. You did. You did edit on my rough draft before I gave it to beta readers. Mm-hmm. That was Ruth's voice, by the way, for anybody who's listening and not knowing who the other female in the room is. One of my one of my many women. Um, Your favorite. Yeah. Definitely the one that stuck with you the longest. Definitely that. The one that actually will live with me. The one who puts up with all your shit. That's what I mean. The one that actually lives with me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, yeah, a lot of it turned out to be just uh, word searches. Um, I search up like, what are these, all these stupid common words that you use that you don't realize you're using? Really? That? Very? A bunch of bullshit words that aren't really necessary in the writing. Where did you come across the idea of using that list or how did you find it or how did you know to do that? I just went online for writing tips and so the different things would pop up saying, hey, try to avoid to use, try avoiding using this. There was a word, lot you were looking for. Yeah, well, even happy. It was like there are better ways of using the word happy. You can use just different emotion or whatever, you know. So it's just like I just went through looking for all those different words and changing them. The hardest part, and then this and then I'll end with this in uh, this story, is the hardest part was that I originally wrote the book in first person perspective, mm-hmm. present tense, so as things are happening to the character. But I slipped in the past tense way too often, and so one of the words I had to change was the word was because was is past tense. Yeah, that showed up over like 3,000 times. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so Just that took me a couple days to uh, change all those wases to ises and other, th- and other things that were more present tense. Um, but that's just things you don't catch until you're done, you know, and the, that's the editing part is just tedious and it's boring. And Well, yeah, because there's nothing fun and creative about it. You already did the fun creative part, yep. you know, so yep. – so now it's in the editor's hands. He'll do what he's going to do. He's going to make my writing sound even better, um, which will be which is what I'm kind of looking forward to. Um, like I said, this is my first foray into uh, lesbian fiction. So I want, and so it's going to bring a different crowd. She's I, a gay witch. Yeah. Cool. So I already have. I'm already a part of a couple of different Facebook groups um, in that community. 
And so this will be the first. So this book is going to get a lot more attention than my first one is. So I want this one to sound really, look, read really, really well and look good and professional. So I'm kind of putting a little bit more time and money into this one. So I'm excited to see the artwork. Yeah, Dent's doing a really good job. Just a little blip picture he showed me. Dent um, is a friend of his that did the artwork for his other book oh. uh, for the Malevolent Witch. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, good. when you find a, find an artist that, you know, brings across what you want to bring across in your book, stick with them. Yeah. yeah. And he's good. Cool. And he's excited to do it, too. Instead That's of just I, stock awesome. photos. Because yeah, for me, when yeah. I'm going through looking at books, if I just see, you know, I know it's supposed to be a really good book, but I just see these stock photos. Of, like romance novels. They yes. always have stock photos. Yeah. And that they're just, you know, hunky, whatever, beefy, yuck. And right. I just, I won't even read the book. No, I do not read romance novels. It, it's got to have an interesting cover yeah. to draw me yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. It, that's something, unfortunately, you can't get away with with that genre, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I mean, this book that well, – you can yeah. make them a little more interesting. Ruth would be an outside opinion, but I think the one I just wrote is would more, lean more and more towards love story slash romance. Yeah, it is a love story. Um, but you're not going to get that. Uh, one cool. One, you're not going to get a beefcake <laughs> on the cover because <laughs> she's not into dudes. So you're not going to get that. Um, so – and plus, my main character is uh, she's only got one eye and she's bald. So she, she's, she's cool. She's not, you know, your picture perfect model. She's so. not your sexiest witch. Right, right. So, but anyway. she's in her own way. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Sure. So, anyway, Jess. Well, I'm excited for you. Well, thank you. I bet you mm-hmm. can't wait till it's done so you can yes. bring it to the masses. That's always the scary and most exciting part because mm-hmm. you're not sure what your action is going to get. But I've got pretty thick skin, so it's like you know, people can beat me up all they want. I'm like, whatever, man. I wrote a book. You didn't. Right. <laughs> what have you so, done lately? Yeah. <laughs> but you have a uh, book reading next month. Oh, yeah. I just posted that on Facebook for those people out there uh, and people oh, who are listening. Oh, you're uh, going to read it live? October. Yeah. Not this one, awesome. but my first one. October yeah. 14th is a Sunday at 4 p.m. at Gray Wolf Publishing. Or Grey Wolf Scriptorium. In Clawson. It's in Clawson over by Flipside Records. If anybody knows what Flipside Records is, if you don't know Flipside Records, you are a loser. I'm just sorry. I don't know what Flipside <laughs> Records is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jess. You're an outsider. That's You're all. just That's not okay. my friend anymore. <laughs> uh, Flipside Records. I mean, Flipside isn't nearly as good as they used to be, but uh, that was the place to go to. If you didn't have off the record in downtown Royal anymore, Flipside Records was the next place to go. Hmm. Um and a uh, cool place. I used to get all my bootleg stuff from there and obscure CDs that you Back couldn't find anywhere else. Oh, yeah. So anyways, uh, same plaza type area in that in there. So I'm going to do a reading. Cool. I'm going to get up and read part of my book, um, ask que- answer questions, and talk about it and sign copies and all that jazz. And I'm encouraging people who have already bought the book, come anyway. I would like to have butts in those seats um, <laughs> instead of just my family being there. You know, I don't right? think you can drink, though. Um, I have no idea. I'll drink before I go in. <laughs> I mean, that's what flasks are for, okay? There you go. Incognito. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. Liquid courage. So, yeah. yeah, that's coming up. Thanks, Ruth, for bringing that up. Yeah, um, I will post it a few more times. I'll probably post it on the Punk Wisdom page, too, just for the hell of it. Um, my author page, which is mr.gross at Facebook, blah, 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 I think, something like that, or slash something like that. I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, blah, blah, just, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's <laughs> m.r.gross. You'll find me right away. Um, so there's that, and I'll post it on my page and all that shit. Um, so fun times. And Jess moved. Mm-hmm. Jess finally moved. I helped her move her couch Yay. in a couple of weeks ago. Thank you again for that. I really appreciate it. Otherwise, you'd be <laughs> you sleeping at a hardwood floor, and that would not have been cool. Or your car. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know what? I've just ended up staying at Chris's house because my shower isn't usable there because my landlord oh, painted right. it with wall paint. So I've got to get over there tomorrow. Yeah. Seriously? I'm so not kidding. I wish I was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so i got to get over there tomorrow and good. <laughs> scrape it off. Well, to make you feel better, right now our toilet's on the fritz, and so we have to pour a bucket of water in it in order to get it to flush oh, every no. time. Oh, no. So, you know, hey. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Landlords. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, Landlords, slumlord, wow. tomato, tomato. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. But it'll all be fine. Good. But, but you're yeah. moving in good? It's uh, it's coming together? It is, finally. Is I it got... feeling like a home yet? Uh, I mean, it should by next weekend because during the week I don't have time for anything. 
Um, and last week, and I just didn't have time to deal with it. So this weekend, I actually have time. So yeah, hopefully, I'll be moved in by the end of the month. <laughs> Have you met any neighbors yet? Actually, my neighbors are awesome. Cool. <laughs> like I was looking for a landscaper and I'm still looking for a landscaper because mm-hmm. I'm a lawnmower or weed whacker or any of that stuff. And I'm not about to drop all the money on it at this moment. Oh, no. So, um, you know, I went there today to go like clean out the hall closets and stuff because the people out there before me are really gross and dingy. Mm-hmm. Didn't ever clean. Um, <clears throat> but I was going to like leave and he's like, hey. And I get there and I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, someone cut my lawn. I'm like, I know it wasn't my landlord because he's lazy. Um, so I wonder who cut my lawn. And my neighbor was like, I cut your lawn for you. And I'm like, oh my God, thank, thank you. you. That's I don't so cool. And all this other stuff. And he's like, well, he's like, I'll keep doing it. I'm like, you don't have to do that. I'm like, but I'll pay you. <laughs> yeah, you I'll give you money. Yeah. So they're super cool. nice. And Chris had gone That's to pick awesome. up my bed from there last week. And I had, you know, asked the neighbor, I'm like, you know, I'm barely going to be around here for the next couple of weeks. Can you kind of look out for my place mm-hmm. if you see someone creeping around? Like they were totally <laughs> not invited. So they're trying to rob me. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and uh, he like goes up to Chris and he's Note like, uh, don't just show up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's like four dudes and a lady that live in that house. But uh, so anything like two guys in a pizza place? Yeah, two guys uh, and a girl in a pizza place. Remember uh, the show? Sidetrack. Oh, no, Ryan I Reynolds. See that. The Ryan Reynolds, one of his very first gigs. Oh, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> it's a whole other episode. <laughs> But yeah, they walked up to Chris and they're like, he's like, hey, he's like, can I help you? What are you doing? And Chris like, oh, I'm getting her bed. She's at work. She doesn't get off till 11. So she sent me over there and he's like, oh, yeah, okay. I remember you from the year moving around there. And I was like, like, wait a second. I got a list of names that are allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Let me check Uh, if you're on here. Here's a picture of them. Yeah, exactly. You're not on my list. Uh (laughs) You may not take the bed. That's but cool. yeah, so they're really awesome. So I'm like, all right, once Good. I get unpacked and stuff, like I'm gonna have to cook a big dinner, get some beers, maybe make them some pot brownies and be all neighborly and shit, yeah. you know? So, cause they've been really awesome, which is great because Good. I'm like surrounded by hillbillies in Ferndale right now. I'm moving to Warren <laughs> and my neighbors are the shit. I'm like, hmm, this is all backwards, but I like Yay. it. <laughs> hillbillies in Ferndale? Oh yeah. Like they party on their lawn and huh. lawn chairs, and they have all this shit like in their driveway. No, but usually you don't. Usually you don't. Maybe I'm being yeah, totally no. racist right no, 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 no. here, but usually you don't put hillberries with no, the gate not at all. together. Yeah, true, because you know they don't really exist together. They have, don't have anything in common, and hillbillies usually don't like gay people because a lot of them are secretly gay, and it makes uh, them uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. So you, I mean. And the gay people in the neighborhood, you can tell where they live because their shit's immaculate. And <laughs> then you great. get over to these dumpster people and they have like mm-hmm. a bunch of busted cars and party old, in their front lawn. Exactly. Our, our old friends, you know, used to live on, uh, li- live in Ferndale. <sighs> yeah. And it was like, you could tell who their neighbors were. Oh, yeah. Where, their landscaping was immaculate. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it so it is funny that again I'm moving to Warren and my neighbors are fantastic, and in Ferndale they're just yeah some rednecks. Well, that's really cool. Warren. <laughs> I'm glad that you've got I'm excited to move. good people around you. Yeah, that totally helps. helps. You know, I remember when I was little and everybody was neighborly and like all the neighbor totally. kids like hung out and all the neighbor like parents like knew each other and hung out and party together and stuff and. I mean, now people just don't hang. Yeah, now yeah. Everybody doesn't give a themselves. shit. They're not neighborly. Like well, they don't we say still, hi. You we know? used to all have front porches, whereas a lot of the newer houses you don't have porches anymore. So you're not yeah. out front talking yeah. to your neighbors and True. stuff. It's all about decks and be out in the backyard. Private. True, but I mean, at the same time, it's not like everybody's backyard is private. They're just hanging yeah, outside, like ignoring each other. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I hope I have good neighbors when I move. Yay. And thank you, God. I was I was blessed on that one. That worked out. Yeah. So sweet. But yeah, what's up with you, Ruth? Ruth, Ruth. Ah. <laughs> uh, Did I blow up the mic? No, you're good. I went to a meeting at uh, Kirsten's high school Tuesday night about money, money, money. Yes. Because uh, she's a senior this year, and so we're having to start thinking about financial aid and scholarships and college, and it was really overwhelming, but there was this amazing speaker from U of M that came and uh-huh. kind of gave everybody bullet points of what we need to do to prepare ourselves and this FAFSA thing that everybody needs to apply for, and it 
opens up October 1st. And then so I'm thinking that's just a couple of weeks away now. So oh, is I'm that a grant? Or? Kind of in this panic mode. That's where you go. You put all your information. You can uh-huh. list like five different colleges you're applying at uh-huh. on this and then the colleges that get your applications, they will go to this site. They will pull up your information. They'll have everything about you in there and and kind of be able to see what scholarships you have and financial needs you have and this and that. And it's just like a big hub for everything for you financially. Oh, cool. But it's – but just like even the thought of with scholarships, there's only so many scholarships. Like say if Podcast right. Detroit had a scholarship for – you know, 50 grand. Right. And so, so many people, the first ones, it's all first come, first served. So whoever gets it all, then it's like, okay, that scholarship's gone. So then you go on to another one. And thankfully, Kirsten brought us a list of all these that her teacher had given her to start looking through all these unique scholarships. I think there was one in there about writing about a superhero. Yeah. And really? she said something about zombies for another one. Oh my God, so that's awesome. We totally got to check that out. Yeah. But... Just all this that we have to get this started by October 1st, and you have to have all your financial information oh, wow. together well, and all this stuff. I'm and glad they're doing that because I just remember back in my mind blown, close, though. Back when I was in high Jeez, school, I, though, I didn't get any of that. I right. Mean, they they vaguely right. mentioned scholarships or grants. We had to go and out and wanted, find them on your your own. There yes. wasn't literature. Right. There wasn't well, websites. There wasn't communities. They, well, normally your guidance counselor should be there helping right. you do all this stuff. And most of those yeah, most job. high schools <laughs> didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Or they had the counselors, but they weren't doing that. Correct. Right. They were doing other things. They not weren't trained saying, in it. Right. That's what I'm thinking. They weren't trained in it. I'm not blaming them thinking they're right. all lazy. I'm that thinking, wasn't the thing to do back maybe then. Maybe it just wasn't what they were trained in and so right. on. But I even remember that it was there was a scholarship for Specs Howard. Mm-hmm. And I had gone to back then. It was called OTC Oakland Technical Center. Before mm-hmm. that, it was called Ciovac, which is over by Meyer and Coolidge. Bex Howard was no, 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 no. Oh, this is a school that I went to uh, an alternative school. Kind of, uh, I went to in high school. So I went there my junior and senior year. So I spent half the day at high school and the other half a day there. Okay, and I took telecommunications there. So we learned, you know, TV and. Editing and filming and all that jazz. Cool. Um, and that was, anyways. I had plenty of credits to play around with. I graduated with more credits than I actually needed to graduate with. Oh wow! So I didn't have to worry about, huh. you know, I so I could take this class. My right. senior year was a blow off, absolute blow. I think I only had one serious class, and that was my government class. I um, mean, cool because I had I did all my prerequisites already. Right. So, um, which is not like that anymore. Now they got now they pack your schedule at, in high school so much that. If you fail more than I think what more than once, you're looking to have to take classes over again or go to summer school to make up for it because you're not going to graduate with enough. But right. for me, I could graduate. I could fail three, four classes and still have enough credits, credits to well, uh, to work with it. But anyway, things have changed. No, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, saying all that, I went to that school. For telecommunications, I heard about a scholarship for Specs Howard at the time, Mm -hmm. and so I applied for it. There was one other guy who applied for it as well, um, another one of my classmates. He didn't go to that school, so he just applied for it. Mm -hmm. And then he won it and did not wind up going to Specs Howard at all. I was pissed. What the hell did he do with the scholarship? Yeah, what happened to the scholarship? Bye-bye. Oh. Yeah, he didn't wind up using it, and they didn't give it to anybody else. Effort, and I was, I was pissed. That's was not like, cool. No. no, I was like, what the heck? So I if he didn't go, they should have had it reallocated back so that they can... to like the second person exactly. in line. You know? <gasps> yeah, but that didn't. That's, that's not what horrible. happened. Yeah, it kind of sucked. Wow. So um, anyway, so anyway, so I'm trying to wrap my mind all around that. So hopefully Sunday I'll have some time to just sit. With a big pot of coffee and sit online and just go through all these pages that they were talking about of all these different sites to check out for mm-hmm. financial aid and for how to do this this thing this FAFSA thing. It's it's just like about federal financial aid, um, and then check out the zombie scholarship. I need to see what that's all about. <laughs> Can you tell me what that is? I will. I totally it, will. I am just so curious. Well, well Kirsten did show me the. I have no idea. One. It was just like writing an essay of X amount of words, uh-huh. and I forget what it was. Something like if you pick a superhero and what the super and what powers it would you would have, and so Wonder on and so Woman. forth. Yeah, it was just it was really kind of like really like Kirsten. This is totally up your alley. I mean, that is but, yeah. so cool. Uh-huh. You know, uh, probably like, some rich like comic geek or whatever. Yeah. Which you know, <laughs> that's not a derogatory term. Right. I, 
find geeks endearing. But, uh, you know, they probably just made a buttload of money doing mm-hmm. their art and was like, hey, I want to help some kid that is interested in the same thing I was interested in and see who has talent. And that person gets a scholarship. So because not awesome. everybody does well grade wise. Kirsten, no. unfortunately, is not academically really doing well Strong. in school, but, but she's probably very artistic. She's so though. creative and yeah. huge imagination and things like that would be right up her alley. It would be so cool. And I feel like people either have talent in one or the other. Yeah. Like you're really great at math, you're really great at English, or you're really great at, you know, writing or um, you know, on the other end anyway, mm-hmm. writing and creating and art and singing and all that. So it's right left brain thing, you know? Yeah. But yeah. A friend of mine today told me about he had heard of somebody whose child got a full ride to Michigan State nice. um, being a golf caddy. What? How, uh-huh. how does that happen? And I talked to somebody else and she verified it for me. I was They're like, just what, like giving scholarships huh. so away for like. special services absolutely. do you give a golfer? I can pick up balls. I don't exactly. know. That's what I'm thinking. I know, like, but it, they have to have so much experience being I'll a caddy throughout high school. And <laughs> I have no idea, but it's just nice that they're finally thinking outside the box as time goes on yeah, to, to well, allow more opportunities right, for that's what I'm thinking. everybody. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's opening a door. So it's, yes. it's not just because you are great at doing not, that you aren't just great at academics or you're not mm-hmm. just great at sports or even that you're not just great at I'm going to give my time to these things whether it's you know going down to the rescue mission or whatever because right. usually scholarships for that too but it's nice that people are branching out and say you know what not everybody likes to do those things maybe they get you have those nerds who sit at home who don't like going outside very often because they have social awkwardness yeah. or whatever like me mm-hmm. Let's give them something. Let's give them something yeah. to work towards and so on. So it's mm-hmm. nice to see that because Kirsten can. And that's rewarding. Well, they're it the ones good. that are going to be writing all our sci-fi movies in the future. So <laughs> they go. need scholarships, guys. Amen. There we go. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to this week. Mm. Just this week. <sighs> Full yeah. plate, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm learning more and more at work. So that's that's a lot of. It's funny because they haven't kicked him out yet, so that's a good thing. Yay! No, they they, are, they keep saying I'm doing well. I'm thinking, okay, if you think so. <laughs> um, but I'm just learning, you know. So it's yeah. like I'm learning how to talk and ask the right questions to get the information that we need, and so on and so forth. And I was just telling Ruth today, there's another company that uh, we kind of not really partner with, but they're they're cable providers for a lot of the T-Mobile stores. Okay. And so they'll monitor things mm-hmm. um, to where it's like, okay, this this line went down or this circuit went down. So they'll call us. Like, we need you to, to mm-hmm. perform layer one uh, troubleshooting on this area. I'm not going to explain all what all that means. It's not necessary. Yeah, we don't want to lose all our listeners. All yeah. I'm hearing so, in the show. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we, we work with this company a lot. So every time, so they'll call us. We usually call them to let, give them updates of what's happening uh, and so on and so forth. So we get to know these people. And so we... I talked to a couple of them a lot. And this one guy calls up a couple times because he knows I'm new. He's like, hey, Matt, uh, no offense, but um, I don't think you're going to be able to handle what I what I need done. So if you can pass me over to somebody else. And he's totally legit about it, too. And you know me. I like people who are blunt. Yeah. Don't jerk me around. And so – and he's cool about it. He's like, he's like, no offense, seriously. And he said that first few times, like, seriously, Matt, I'm not any offense. I'm like, dude, I yeah, don't Yeah, he care. just I wanted somebody that had a little more experience. And you're yeah. new. So that's And then today totally he called uh, – today he called. I got his – I got him. He was like, all right. He's like, do you think you can handle this one? And he tells me what it is. <laughs> and I'm like, I go, I think I got you on this one. So, you know, so it's – we cool. got that kind of rapport. So it's nice. Cool. So it's, I'm learning. It's well, that's fun. good because then the next time you talk to him, he's going to be a little more confident with you. Like, okay, you handled the last one. Let's try another one. Yeah. 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 And I was we'll just talking you. to a colleague today. I was like, so when as soon is too soon for me to start asking you guys how to troubleshoot different things? Because right now I take a phone call. Mm-hmm. I'm writing down what the problem is and I push it off to somebody else. Right. Um, so I'm not actually solving the problem. So you're like Some a of the secretary? Kind of, sort of, not really. Do you wear heels? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I just got the worst mental image ever. <laughs> I have a picture sometime I can show you. Oh, please do. You? Oh, oh, remember yeah. that one Halloween party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when we were dating, we, my hair we was gender like, swapped. We yeah. gender swapped. Yeah. My hair was super, super short, and his was really long. So uh-huh. he had he had a ponytail, 
and a brassiere <laughs> and a top and a skirt and nylons and and heels. I did not shave my legs though. <laughs> So he got to experience nylons. Uh, I did that back was in junior high. The football team got up there and we did a whole routine where we dressed really? up as girls. And how many other times have you done this? <laughs> He's got oh, a fetish. That's, uh, that's a discussion right. for a different time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Like not I for said, the sorry. Not for the so back to the secretary at work. Yeah, Ryan sorry, Reynolds, you know, <laughs> Mike Patton. Um, well, Patton's voice. Yeah. So, anyways, no, that's that's cool. That's that's just me at work. I'm learning, I'm learning new shit. Well, I'm glad that's you fun. like it, and it's fun yeah. to have a new opportunity. And honestly, IT is like the most solid field you could go into in the state of Michigan. Yeah, because it's know, just growing and, and growing more and, and growing. More, it's always going to be neat. More mm-hmm. and more things are going digital, you know, and so it's getting to the point Absolutely. to where you're just not going to have analog stuff anymore. I was just talking. It was funny. I was talking to the CEO of the company. Um, on my way out yesterday, and she stopped me in her office because I was handing in some paperwork, and she we were ta- chit chatting for like a half hour. But uh, she was saying how her parents are not on the grid at all; they don't have email addresses. They have they have one credit card. This is funny. She says she has one credit card. Her mother, mm-hmm. and she does not carry it with her ever unless she's planning on using it. Right. And then when she does bring it out, her daughter, which is the CEO of this company, she works in IT, so she knows a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. She bought her this case that she puts it in that okay. makes it so you can't it protect oh, to keep it, keep it from the RIA. Yeah, so people, or yeah, so so people can't, you know, steal any information off of it. Yeah. While she's um, pumping gas. You so know, she took it and she took it to an eyeglass place in Shelby Township because she was buying glasses for her husband, and she gave the card, and the girl who took the card. Takes it and she has to go like, I had to run this in the back room because I don't have a card reader out here. Nope. Bullshit. She went and did that. 15 minutes later, took her 15 minutes. She brings it back out and hands it to her. She, in no, no joke, her mother, who's in her 80s, got a phone call from the bank saying, uh, we have a purchase on here for Nordstrom for over $400. <gasps> Were you there? It was at the same exact time she was oh, like buying glasses. Show me that girl. I want to beat the brakes off her. Do not mess with old people and oh, kids or and animals. So she's like, uh, no. She's like, I only use this card like once or twice a year. She's like, yeah, we know. That's why we're calling you. This is not a purchase you would normally make. She goes, no, that's a fraudulent call. So then her mother calls at eyeglass place. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, it's like, hey, here's the person I handed my card to. Here's what happened. And whoever picked up the phone, the manager, whatever, was like, yeah, that didn't happen. That like, was probably no, that girl. This did happen. She's like, no, you probably did that to someplace else. Somebody else must have done oh, it. It, no. didn't, it didn't happen here. She's like, I never used this card, and this is the only place I used it at. I know it was her. And he do, he refused it. So it was like, <laughs> they can trace okay. the IP address if she yeah. goes ahead and presses charges. You know. Well, tell her the first issue is that she went to the wrong eyeglass place. <laughs> you knew that was coming, right? Because I work for an eyeglass place. <laughs> I work for an awesome eyeglass place, Dr. Schwartz at Sterling Heights. And we would never do that. And we, we have lots of people from all ages, like you said, don't mm-hmm. mess with the elderly and the young and stuff. And uh, I couldn't imagine. How yeah. can somebody do something like that? And she should totally press charges like crazy. Oh, I would because you, you know? know what? That is grand larceny. It's over a hundred dollars in theft. Yeah, it was four hundred. Not something. to mention, yeah. you're also jumping into other territory because oh, you're yeah. stealing credit cards. So, I mean, she go to prison for that, which she should because oh yeah, who rips off old people is, for even if she bucks, wasn't the, off anybody stupid. Even if she wasn't the one that actually did it. She could have given that number to somebody else. Well, yeah. she, had, she definitely did. But so they're in on it, it together. Because right, right. so. that's what they're buying do. something from Nordstrom, probably right. going and taking it back and then pocketing the money. Because yeah. that's what garbage people do that can't just accept the fact that if you can't pay for it, you can't buy it. We had so. noticed charges on our account once from a Saturday. I get out of work at two usually. And mm-hmm. I had gone, I think it was like target a couple miles away mm-hmm. and a gas station near there and then later on in the day and this was in sterling heights and then later on in the day two more gas station purchases showed up in like st Clair shores and gross point and so whoever what we figure is like somebody somehow got the card number at the grocery store or at the target who yeah. knows i mean at the gas station or the target and called their buddy with the information at the other gas stations and all that to say, it's crazy. All that to say, you know, things are moving more and more closer to digital, and they're trying to find new ways of keeping that stuff secure. Mm-hmm. Um, most places are probably it's going to be come to a point where a lot of places aren't even going to accept cash anymore. 
I, I get. I hope I get, not. I'm a big fan of giving cash. I, I do not here. use same my card here, unless I, still, I order from I Amazon. I still get PayPal. funny <laughs> looks from people when I bring out cash. It's happened a few times. We're like, what? So it's we're getting to that point to where you know. But anyway, I hope not. I'm a big fan. It's safe. <laughs> of ca- exactly. I'm gonna you know? get the. I mean. It is pay attention by the way. So let me just throw this in here real quick. There's a gas station and I have no problem shouting them out because they straight up stole from me. Oh. So um there's a gas station at uh Woodward Heights and Hilton in Ferndale. Mm-hmm. And it's right by my house. So I go there every single day for cigarettes, for gas, for pop right. and I run in there and I bought um pack I of cigarettes a one liter of pop. And uh, tub of Ben and Jerry's because oh it, yeah, <laughs> and the munchies. Which one? Uh, what flavor? Oh, it was uh, it was the Conan O'Brien one. Okay, okay. So I I think that's the one that's got mm-hmm. cones and stuff in it that are it's I don't know got chuck swirl. Anyway, oh, it was God. good. But uh, I gave him a twenty, and I never like pay attention because I go there so often. Right. I don't ever think they're gonna rip me off. So I scrub the money, put it in my wallet, and I'm talking to them, and I go to leave, and I look, and I have $3 and change, because that was all the cash I had on me in my purse. That doesn't was cost 20. that much. No. And the day before, like the guy had sold me a pack of cigarettes, and I didn't notice this until the next day that I was in there, but it was like 7.05, and then I added up the tax, and he had charged me like... Seven fifty-five, but it was like seven forty-seven. I'm like, oh, I'm never going back in there. Like, how long have they actually been ripping little me off? Little by little, exactly. And I haven't Every been paying attention. You know, moral so, of the story. Shout out to you, Marathon. Oh. Stop being a ripoff. I've been to that place in the past. And moral of this whole story: always count your money. Quit smoking. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I actually will when I move in. Like Yay. slowly, I'm going to wean myself off. Like I'm you know, you. the addict that I am. You know what? Just come back to no. You know, you know what? Keep talking shit to me. It's good. It's constructive criticism in this yeah, respect. Know. You know. You know I love you. I know. I'm not offended. So what's kind of cool? Um, I'm totally changing subject here Go because I got some things I wanted to get into before we just just keep babbling about shit. Whatever. So, um, Burton Ernie, have you heard about Burton Ernie? Ernie? Oh yeah, they're like out gay. Okay, Those which everybody funny. knew for. Well, it's always know. been a question for a long time, and I guess they talked to. Uh, I'm going to get the name of the magazine wrong. It's uh, Queerly, something like that. It's a publication, obviously, in the LGBT community, and they talked to one of the uh, writers of Burton Ernie. Mm-hmm. He was he worked. He was writing for them since 1984. I'm pretty sure Burton Neary has been around since before then. Um, I'm pretty positive that is. But he wrote them from 1984 on. They wound up straight up asking, you know, hey, this is, here's the question. This has always been a question. Is right. Burton Neary gay? And he's like, well, when I was writing them, they were. Right. Um, he never thought of them anything else. And of course, he did, was pretty. It's obviously, if you watch Burton Ernie on Sesame Street, it's pretty freaking vague. You're not going to know. They just look like roommates. But seriously, right. or wasn't it, uh, what's his name? Trevor Noah was like, <laughs> you lived together for 40 odd years <laughs> and you're not gay. <laughs> um, but, anyways, I thought that was kind of cool that the guy, but the thing is, that I think Sesame Street has come right out after that uh, interview and said something about, um, they don't have a sexual orientation. Yes, they're, they're puppets. They don't have sexual orientation. <laughs> of course, then, of course, there was Trevor Noah again comes out and was like, yeah, but what about Kermit and Miss Piggy? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So, Hold on, Sesame not, Street. Not all uh-huh. puppets are that way. So anyways, I thought that was kind of cool and cute. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't say they're not gay because they just magically don't have, you know, parts. But uh, <laughs> But the eyebrow. Oh, the unibrow? <laughs> if they were really gay, they would have done something about that unibrow. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. That's but, not even a lie. <laughs> but there's that, there's that young actra, uh, that model. Uh, model that's yeah, out model. now that oh, she's yes. got this. She's beautiful. She is. Really she is. thick that eyebrow stuff. unibrow drives me nuts, though. And Just she refused, wax it in the middle. She refuses to Why? Get it. Like, you can have your big, beautiful, right. bushy brows. Just... But I like the fact that she's taking a stance of this is how I am and I'm just going to stay this way. I mean, but could you not, please? (laughs) (laughs) I hate Shields used to be known for her big, 
yeah, thick but eyebrows it wasn't years ago, but it wasn't though. a unibrow. The, the unibrow is what's killing me. Just maybe she's starting a new trend. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll see no, lots of young that's girls like the penciled in right the face. <laughs> that's what the unibrow is. It's a face mullet. It is. I don't think she's trying to start a trend. I think it's I more. Of a, I think it's more of a statement. Yeah. This is who. This is Screw me. You, this love is me, me or leave me. Yeah. Right. Which is great that especially she's still getting gigs. And I think as long as they're still paying her, as long as she's still getting gigs, she's going to keep doing it. Do you know how old she is? Probably in her early 20s. But I love the fact, too, that younger people are standing out for things like that. And then there was the whole stuff about all the school shootings and, you know, young people are making a big movement about that. It's so awesome to see. Well, young people being empowered is Mm -hmm. fantastic, you know, and young people that aren't empowered, you know, tend to wind up as sad, weak adults. So. And we've got enough of that in our generation and stuff. We need oh, the next generation yes. to be better. I wouldn't, better. I wouldn't go there well, because I, different things that I've read and listened to different uh, commentators and political commentators and so on believe that the whole progressive movement of the progressives really started with Generation X. Um, they're the ones that really, the even though Generation X were looked at as being lazy and so on, but it's like they're the ones who are like, you know what? Fuck the system. They still paved even the though, way. You're right. Even though the punks yeah. back in the early 80s and late 90s were kind of doing the whole American punk movement was really into, you know, screw the government, um, which I still think are kind of close to the Generation X era. I don't think – I'm pretty sure Henry Rollins is before Generation X. I'm pretty positive. Um, but it's right in that cusp. Generation whole, X is 40s, 50s, right? Like Ellen DeGeneres age. I'm going for Google. Maybe. We have we have a Googler here over here. She'll, okay. she'll correct us. But uh, so I was just yeah, going to say, I think you they're can... the ones that kind of started off with the whole alternative music and kind of like screw the mainstream. We're going to do our own thing. Yeah, grunge was like screw the mainstream. We're going to do our own thing. Yeah, um, it was just that kind of. We weren't as you know maybe as activist about it as some of the younger kids are now. But it says Generation X are those born from 1966 to 76. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. That cool. doesn't include you. No, not at all. <laughs> I was not a Silver Age champion of anything. <laughs> but anyways, that was Bert and Ernie. I like that. I, I that posted I posted a uh, a thing on Facebook the other day. It was an article that originally started as a tweet thread by a Mormon woman of uh, Mormon mother of six, and it was about abortion. Okay, and she was. Yes, the article was completely one-sided, and she was blaming men as being the the sole. Not pretty much. She said the, pretty much the sole bearers of responsibility when it comes to impregnating women. Uh, um, I now, feel like they need a vessel to actually get pregnant. They do. So. They do. And that's, that's what the funny part about the whole thing was. You read through her points, and I could sit here and read the whole stupid thing, and I'm not going to. She makes a very, very valid points about this whole debate, and. It's and it makes a lot of sense, and I agree with a lot of her points. Now, do I agree that it's all men's fault? No, obviously not. But I do agree with a lot of things that she said. A lot of things that she said, and so I posted it because I'm thinking, you know what, we're not we don't hear these arguments very often, right? Um, so I expected the response I got out of some people. Obviously, my Facebook posts tend to do that from time to time. People will get upset. And so, and that's exactly what happened. Obviously, there was a couple of people out there like, this is completely one-sided. It's all bullshit, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's funny is one, uh, my response to them complaining it was all one-sided. And this was the point I kind of brought, why I posted it in the first place. It was like, you're right. This conversation about abortion has been one-sided for decades in men's favor. We finally see an article that is the opposite who are bringing up points that we should be talking about, but we're not talking about. And all you guys can focus on is how one-sided it is, um, which obviously ruffled some people's feathers. But my point is, and a buddy of mine was like, well, I did bring up a couple of her points saying that they were valid. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You did. I go, thing is, 30 years ago, were those points brought up? No. Right. Like one of the issues so. she brings up is about birth control, how – you know, the whole issue of abortion is let's find other ways to not get pregnant. Right. Birth control being a main one. Right. And it's always been on the 
shoulders of the woman to take birth control pills right through the years but nobody ever talks about the side effects from the birth control pills no. and the different things that happens yeah. to a woody's woman's body because of the birth control very pills. dangerous the, by the men way. don't think of those things because no. it's like oh she's just taking a pill everything's fine well it's not you're just taking an advil right it's something hormonal that is mm-hmm. screwing with our bodies I took Depo Provera and it <gasps> made me batty. Like, it, but yes. you can't get rid of it because it stays in, your, in your body for three months. So it made me batty as shit. I went into a deep depression. Like, yeah. I gained like 15 pounds and that wasn't even possible for my body at that time, really. Right. So it literally like changed the way it fucked my brain up. So, um, I've never taken birth control since then. Two other close people I know did mm. the same thing with Depo and, and it just... It's dangerous. And those, and, and, but people just look at, oh, it's a woman. She can take birth control. It's fine. Well, you know what? You can also go get your little junk snipped. Oh, and you know what? It's totally reversible. That's another And ice your balls best. for a couple of days and you know what? You don't have hormonal craziness. Like... Your balls are still Driving doing their insane, thing. Making They're you just, wanna, you know, right. That, that and was, you're not going to slip into a depression. You can just go get unsnipped. Yes. That Sorry. was the other point that she brought up. Um, was obviously what Ruth just said. And then what you just said, even though you haven't read the article, she brings that up. Well, because. Like, and so yeah. it was like, like I said, the vast majority of all the arguments that she made are legitimate arguments. And the whole purpose of the article was this abortion issue is much bigger than what we are making it out to be, than what it actually is. It's not just about the life of one single life of that baby because most of the people who are against abortion only care about the life that's inside the womb. Then you have the people who are all for abortion usually only care about the life that is carrying what's in the womb. Mm -hmm. And you don't get the conversation in between of like, no, both of these lives do matter. Let's have this discussion. And, And so a lot of what she was trying to point out is like we can curb unwanted pregnancies by addressing these things. But the problem is no one wants to talk about that because if you're an extreme fundamentalist, like a lot of some of my Christian friends and family uh, are, Mike Pence. all they care, <laughs> all, the only thing they'll say about, and which is funny beyond belief and it's funny, haha, and funny, interesting, not really interesting because Scary. I used to live this. But later on, after I thought this conversation was dead from this post, a buddy of mine comes back on and goes like, and one other point I can make is Ugh. that you don't have to have sex at all. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. Why did I see Abstinence that coming? Abstinence is not even something that is That wasn't just, the point the of the article at all. But that's the thing. is like the fun, Your fundamentalists who are totally pro-life. Right. I take that back. Who are pro-birth, even though they call themselves pro-life. Um that's what that's their that's their main argument. That's what the church wants you to do is just stop having sex and only have it until you're after you're married and when you're ready for kids. Okay, but that's these their argument. Same people are going out and paying hookers to have sex with them, but judging everybody else about what they're doing or they're Not all saying no, 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 don't have sex before marriage, but then they're cheating on their wives. Like, come but, on. But that's okay now. Right. Because it was in the past. Right. Yeah. With all these people. Right. Okay. What? Like five weeks ago? That doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) They just elected a guy that's into that. All these politicians that are coming up. Well, that was in their past. It doesn't matter. But, and which is going to lead me into the last thing I want to talk about. I know there's something you wanted to bring up, Ruth. So I'm not, don't want to forget that. But I know there's like 15 minutes left or something. So, um, but no, that, that, the gist of the whole thing. Of that whole article, in my opinion, the reason I wanted to post it was like, look, this is a bigger conversation than just, just the the life and death of the, the the little one inside the womb there. Whether we want mm-hmm. to call it a baby, we want to call fetus. it a fetus, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, this, if we change the subject of the conversation and talk about these points of trying to limit or reduce the amount of unwanted pregnancies, right? Guess what? We reduce the amount of abortions as well. Yes. Right. Um, you think is you're never going to get rid of abortion. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. Even if they vote this fucker in, Kavanaugh, and they reverse Roe versus Wade, it's still not going to end. People no. will go to Canada. People will go to Mexico. People will go to a state that will still have it. People, people will do will it go at to home. And people will still do it at yeah. home with coat hangers like they did in the past and yeah. risking their own fucking lives. It's going to happen. There's no fucking way it's you're going to stop worse. it. True. It's not going to stop it. So we need to start having these conversations. We need to start educating people. And the problem is there are fundamentalists on both ends of the spectrum who don't want to have that conversation. They don't. 
And that was my whole point in bringing it up and, and I'm watching these people bicker and fight back and forth saying, this is all one side. This is all a bunch of crap. I'm like, just stop for two seconds. Stop for two seconds. Step out of your own fucking shoes. Walk into somebody else's shoes and not just listen to what they're saying. Try to relate to what they're saying. Right. And this is something I told a buddy of mine. I'm like, look, I'm autistic. People don't relate to me. They don't. They have no fucking clue what goes on in my head and no they could ever try to relate to what's going on in my head. I know how important trying to relate to somebody is. I live it every fucking day. If you just get out of your own bubble long enough to try to relate to those people around you that think differently than you do, how much better would the conversation go? How much better would this world be? And that's, that was my whole point in this whole thing. And the thing is they don't want to have that conversation because then they have to start facing hard questions that they, don't, that they don't want to answer. Yeah. They start questioning things that they don't want to question. And I get it. I, I, mean, I used to live it. I understand. But the thing is, is you, you can't just keep living this way. No, you, you can't, can't just go on autopilot because it's more comfortable. And then, then you get stuck in a rut right. where you have a guy like Franklin Graham who is pretty much your evangelical pope. Oh, who comes out on a radio on a Christian radio station saying saying that since Kavanaugh didn't finish raping the woman, he respected her <sighs> by slapping, and it wasn't a crime because attempted rape isn't a crime. Is this that little douchebag that like raped some girl behind a dumpster? Oh no, that's another Brett, one. Brett Kavanaugh is the guy who's is being uh, is he's being nominated. For the to become another Supreme Court judge, and he's well, the, uh, uh, he'll be he'll yeah, be no. the, he'll yes. be the deciding vote for vote oh Roe v. Wade. If they, no, if they decide mm-hmm. to overturn it, he will be the deciding vote on it. Okay. so the Republicans really want him in because they want to abolish abortion altogether. Of course, and, and who better to put in there for that you know agenda than a rapist? So this guy, oh my god, this happened over thirty years ago. It was in high school. He attempted a rape, allegedly attempted a rape on a woman. This woman come out just recently and and presented it to and she wrote, she wrote a letter and sent it to uh, Diane Feinstein and a Republican uh, senator. I forget his name. Um, she wanted them to know, like, this is who you're thinking about voting in for this right. role. Um, now, obviously, a lot of your right wing are jumping and screaming, saying, why is she just now coming out? This is all political. Because she wanted to keep it private, and it was a lot of shit she True went that. through. And now this is going to affect other people's lives. It would be selfish of her to keep it a secret. True that. But she, she, this isn't the first time she's brought it up. She talked to about it. To, she talked about it with a therapist back in 2012. So obviously, Brett Kavanaugh was not being nominated for a Supreme Court justice back in 2012. So if she was lying about this, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. Right, because he wasn't even on the radar for it. Right. So it's allegedly there is no evidence. But thing is, another funny part of it is she's the one that's calling for a full investigation. So if she's lying. Why, why the would hell, she do that? Why would she exactly. ask for a full investigation of it? So that's what's going on. And Franklin Graham, being the evangelical puppet that he is, or pope that he is, and he's the one that's kind of mm-hmm. in charge, not in charge of, but kind of leading this whole evangelical charge, who is all pro-Trump and who's Since all pro-GOP and so on and so forth. He comes out and says that, well, attempted rape isn't necessarily crime. And oh, my he, God. And he respected her by not actually completing the rape. Yeah. <laughs> he says so, he uh, says there wasn't a crime committed. Um, he said the Kavanaugh said that this wasn't true. So so Graham says he just flat out says it's not true. Regardless, if it was true, these are two teenagers. She said no. And he respected that. So I don't know what the issue is. Um, well, her way of saying no was what was it that she said he did well, to her? He he went in there with a group of friends. He, she, in, he, a bedroom, in a bedroom at a party. He turned their music up. She was drunk. He turned the music up so her screams wouldn't be heard. She, Jesus. He, co- he covered her mouth so her screams couldn't be heard as he was ripping her clothes off. So that's saying According no? According to her. Now, this is like 35 years ago. So exactly are these details correct? I, I kind of would you think don't you don't forget, forget that. Something like that. No, you might not. Yeah. And, I, and I totally yeah. understand that. But that's the argument that's being played. But my whole point is that response from a Christian leader who supposedly follows a guy who says to love everybody and respect women and respect everybody. He's totally disrespecting women and mm-hmm. he's not loving everybody. And that to me is disgusting. And for you to keep following an individual like that and listening for it just makes absolutely no sense to me. Well, it so means just, he's also a disgusting individual. 
if you're going to throw your support behind somebody that would do something so heinous. Grand he didn't finish. There's also this thing called liquor wiener. I won't say the real <laughs> word, but maybe that's why. Uh, I don't yeah. know. So, I mean, those are the topics. I those are the things I wanted to brought up. You you know you don't want to talk now. No, don't don't do that to me. <laughs> I, I, I'm totally leading you right oh, into this by okay. by throwing this whole evangelical movement right under the bus yeah. and exposing them for what they really are. I saw a meme. Okay. I saw a meme the other day, and I want to bring this meme up because I, I, gave, I sent it to a friend of mine, and she okay. laughed hysterically about it. There is Obama and Jesus talking to each other, and Obama's like, "Trump is reversing all my policies," and Jesus looked at him and was like, "Tell me about it." Evangelicals are all re- reversing all of mine. <laughs> so. Wow, that's so accurate. It is. <laughs> so, the issue I wanted to bring up—I don't even know how to start this. Um, Just be you. There's some family drama that's been going on in my family, and a lot of it has to do with the way they view Matt. And they have been listening to this podcast. The spawn of Satan. And they they perceive him as yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) They perceive all these negative things about him, and they are listening to this podcast every time in hopes of finding something he says that they can twist. Or whatever to their ways to make him look bad in the eyes of everybody else. And I just want to put it out Who's there. Who's everybody else? My mother. Okay. I will come out and say that. And I think they should just let it go if they're not going to address Matt. Because if Matt is the person they have the issue with, shouldn't they talk to Matt? Say like it to it my says face. in the yes. Bible. Right in the Bible. And Matthew, if somebody offends you, go to them. Yes. And they have not done that, and they have refused to do that, and this has been going on for months and months and months, and it is ridiculous, and it is very unbiblical, and it is just harmful, and it is hurting my mother's feelings, and they just need to leave her out of it, and they need to go to Matt if they have a problem. If they just let it go, it's so stupid, but they need to go to him. Agreed. And... I'm done hearing about it. I'm so frustrated. My mom gets all upset about it all the time because she should not be dragged into it all the time because it's not her problem. They're the ones that are being ridiculous. Yeah. So this is adulthood. By yeah. the way, Ruth's mom, we love you. I don't know you, but I, I love, love you, you because you made Ruth and she's amazing. <laughs> My mom is fantastic. And also, she is so loving. I felt really bad. She's amazing. I don't want to say too much about it because. Uh, since I'm the subject of their ire and they're just looking for anything I say right. and twist it to with their own device. But I, what what bothered me was I that – I offered to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> that way you want to get in trouble. Oh, oh no. I thought – for whatever reason, I didn't hear mute. But anyways. Oh, yeah, no. For, um, your, own, for your own safety. <laughs> no, I, I'm not really going to say anything negative here or maybe I am. I don't know. Um, my My biggest thing is when – I found out later that something I said on a couple podcasts ago, I think it was, or was it the last one? I forget exactly. A few ago. Um, I, I mentioned something about Ruth's mom, and I was being pretty positive. Mm-hmm. Just about how most most elderly nowadays, maybe it was like a political talk, when I said most elderly yeah. shouldn't vote at all. Yeah. But I said most elderly uh, nowadays usually just tick to one party ticket and then that's right. it and they Because that's away. what they're used to. Yeah. And I was praising Ruth's mom for, you know, doing a little bit of research on her end, you know, of trying to figure out who these candidates are and what they really stand for. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but they took that whole segment and they found a portion of it where I could have sounded very negative about her mother. And they just played that part. Well, yeah. If you go ahead and edit something out and it's just a blip of what was said, mm-hmm. it doesn't get the just full Just like they do in the news all the time. Exactly. <laughs> news is what they do with the fucking Bible. You know, yes. They pick, a, they pick a verse out of the Bible and that's it. And they run with it and they base their whole philosophy off of one stinking verse yeah. or just Absolutely. one passage and not read what's, that, what's before and what's after. I.e. the whole LGBT gay community right. are, you know, Stoned to death because of someone who wants to take something out of context and run with it. Right. Um, but anyway, so it was like that bothered me. It bothered me because I've got nothing but good things to say about Ruth's mom. 
I've never said anything negative about the woman. No. I love her dearly and her dad more more than anything. He, that was one thing that hurt the most when he left. Um, he passed away about seven years ago. And so it's like, and I loved her parents, and I learned, and I I, worked, I knew your dad before I even knew you, right? Um, and so that bothered me that they would use that against me to turn try to turn their mother against me, and I was like, you know. How dare you? Matt's been Seriously, in my family for we we started dating 26 years ago. Oh wow. We've been married for, you know, 20 23 years, 23 something years. or other. Yeah. <laughs> married in 95, so. Yeah, do the math. 23. 23. <laughs> so Over. it's like this is nothing new. Matt has no is nobody different, but all of a sudden they just they they have an issue with him. They don't want to speak to him about it because they don't want to argue with him about it because they think he's going to argue with them, but yet they're not going to stay Well, he's stay, a snowflake, so. I no, I'm a snowflake. I'm I love kidding. snowflakes. I'm the snowflake. I love snowflakes. Ruth, Ruth, so has, been, Ruth has been trying to <clears throat> win back the snowflake and not be let it be used to be derogatory. I know. I've tried to figure out ways to like make it fun. I've got and... snowflake tattoos. Oh my gosh, you do. They're cute. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest that just let it go, guys. But if you're going to continue to pursue this, talk to Matt. Like biblically, you should be. Yeah. The end. Bike drop. Christians don't. Boom. Yeah. So anyway. And, and yeah. Like they, yeah. So if people want to get a hold of <laughs> us, how do they now? get a hold of us, Matt? <laughs> well, if you want to join the bandwagon of trashing Matt, <laughs> listen to the podcast. Um, we are every other Friday here at Podcast Detroit, Studio Yay. 3 most of the time, almost all the time. We do actually have a call-in number that we never really give out because I don't think we have a ton of live listeners. But maybe we should Because we all talk too much. Nobody else has time. I know. I think that's <laughs> And those too. of us that listen live just text in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, um, we have a Twitter account that I never use because I don't have access to it. I think it's all Yay. Allison's. Allison. <laughs> Which is fine. But Allison's like super freaking busy because she's a mom and she works it's like five fucking season, jobs. And her kids are all in the band. Yeah. So she high school. a graphic design company. And yeah. Hey, so, hey, if you listen. want to build a website. You need to talk to Allison yes. at Mad Splatter Graphics. Booyah. But the Twitter account, if you want to jump over there for just a look at a barren desert, that's cool. Um, at Wiser Punks. <laughs> um, but we are a lot more active on our Facebook page. Uh, so I try to post as yes. much as I possibly can there of what the new show, what the shows are going to be coming up. We were supposed to talk about IEPs a little bit this time, and we didn't do it, but that's okay. Well, you know that, why we didn't talk about IEPs this time? Because we're already a few weeks into school, and we have no idea when our daughter's next IEP will be yet. Most likely Which will probably oh, wow. be mid-October, yeah, usually is when they do the do. first one. Uh-huh. After school has been in session for about six weeks already, and she's yeah. had a chance to Fail. have lots of mistakes, and teachers are not making the accommodations because they're not aware she has one. You know, you know, great. Our education system. It's awesome. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) They just don't have a ton of money because a lot of that money is being funneled towards charter schools. Thanks, Betsy DeVos. But charter Uh, schools are shit. They're absolute shit. There's a a couple out there that are actually pretty good, but most of them are shit. But anyways, uh, Facebook, we are at PunkWiser17. That's where we're at. And just look us up on Facebook for Punk Wisdom. Yeah, an email address. We do have an email. If you want to send in questions, give us ideas, you want to chew me out, I mean, I'm open to it all. Seriously, I'm open to it all. <laughs> Throw out some ideas of uh, what you might want wisdom, to say. Say it to his face, not to his back. <laughs> PunkWisdomFamily at yes. gmail.com. Please. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I'd much rather know that you hate me to my face than you do behind my back. Then I know how to treat you. Right. You know, Amen, I'm, I'm going to be nice to you anyway, just because that's who I am. But- you know, at least I know that I don't, I can't trust you. <laughs> right. You know, whatever. So okay, anyway. Okay, so happy last day of summer. Of, or, yeah, of summer, everybody. Is it really? Yep. Is it? Tomorrow's the first day of fall. Yay! Yay! Not because I'm a basic white girl who loves pumpkin <laughs> spice lattes, but oh, I just Did really you have love. to say pumpkin spice on this podcast? Yes, that's, that's what basic bitches like. Yeah. But I do like Uggs. And honestly, if you don't like Uggs, it's only because you've never stuck your foot in one. I've never put one. my foot in one. They're the most comfortable things in the world. Mm, what size it's do like, you wear? Uh, sevens. Oh, oh, oh. So, real hey, quick. somebody, buy me some Uggs. Real quick. <laughs> real quick. Um, update on our mattress situation. We got our mattress. <gasps> oh, yeah. What'd you We've guys get? Nectar. On it. 
We've been Ooh. sleeping on it for what a couple of weeks now. It's been about amazing. Two or three weeks. Um, two weeks. Yeah, it's it is the, the wow. The common complaints that you hear for those mattresses because it's because it's hot. foam is the smell. It does have a smell coming out of the box, sort of like It'll, a new car smell. But that goes away. It's gone. We don't smell we it. We aired out the room. I had some special stuff in my diffuser. It was within a day, within two days. It was gone. Yep. Oh, nice. And then yes, they are a, a, a tad bit warmer than normal ones, but right. not nearly as bad as what I've been reading. Okay. Um, and I can't so, feel it when he flops around like a fish when he moves yep. his head from yep. one side to the other on the pillow. That's the biggest Whoop. thing. Yeah, it's, and it's super Ugh. freaking comfortable. So I He doesn't totally know when I'm getting him. up and down to go to the bathroom a million times a night. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> the greatest thing if you're sleeping in a bed with somebody else because yes. you're constantly like bouncing them awake. So um, <sighs> they awesome. are not a sponsor, but I will give them props. Nectar, who we went with, they've got a lifetime warranty on their 365 stuff. days yeah. of trial period yep, first and a lifetime warranty. Nice. Yeah, so. A year trial? Free shipping wow that's fantastic fantastic yeah. we have to set the frame up and try that still but yeah, the we, mattress yeah, we haven't fabulous. Made the frame yet, but, yeah. excellent congratulations Yay. you guys Yay. Thank you. Thank that's you. why you both are so well rested yes and our backs feel so much better <laughs> oh, right? i imagine mm-hmm. mine sure does sure because <laughs> yeah springs aren't exactly the best way to go no. about that <laughs> all right um for those of you who have been following we are still trying to get that kink show it's going to happen i just don't know when. eventually it's going to happen i'm going to start um, scouring places for people yeah I, I i i tried hooking i tried i did contact hollyhock um and she's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i totally remember and i will get back with you and so she hasn't yet but that's cool i'll, I'll bug her again because um, I know she knows a bunch of people and okay. who do the dirty show. And I'm just going to call and, that madame uh, who never shows up and yeah. ask her if she can just send me literally anybody else that will show up. Yep, that'll work too. So I'm going to do that. Cool. Cause, yeah. But I, I got, got a positive response out of the burlesque show. I thought that was a pretty good interview. That um, was a great show. So uh, That was I'm, really I'm good. Really, you guys did awesome. I'm it looking was forward to the kink oh, show. Fabulous. Doing something like that too. So anyways, um, that's it. That is it for us this time around. Um, I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I always enjoy it because people are actually forced to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> or they choose to listen to me. I mean, people choose oh I feel like they to choose to. Yes. Yeah. You know. So that, that's it. And Allison hasn't been around, so maybe they're just listening to Jess, which I totally don't blame them for. I mean, like, uh, I realize my voice is annoying, though, because I actually no, listen. Isn't. I mean, I feel like it is, though. You know? We always are like so, that. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, uh. I got a few people. So I, like, clip stuff out of people's podcasts and on sometimes. <laughs> I have a few people who won't do the show because they don't like their recorded voice. I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. But anyway. Uh, that's it. Let's go. All you right. Ready to, you ready to hit the stop button? Uh, yep. See you again in two weeks, Ruth. All right. Bye.